morning. This is the December 14th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we're on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we're talking about what group became draped in gold on this day in 2003. More than a year earlier, at the Unforgiven pay-per-view in September of 2002, Ric Flair interjected himself into the Triple H RVD World Heavyweight Championship match. Flair came to ringside and stripped Triple H of his trusty sledgehammer. After teasing the momentary idea of turning the weapon on its owner, Flair instead hit Van Dam, securing the victory for Triple H. From that point forward, Flair would accompany Triple H to the ring, becoming his de facto manager. In early November of 2002, Batista would move from SmackDown to Raw. On the November 18th episode, Ric Flair went out of his way to introduce himself to the big man backstage. Although Batista was frosty at best in his silence upon meeting the legend, the following week Flair would help Batista score a win over Kane and another bond had been formed. On the January 20th, 2003 Raw from Providence, Rhode Island, Randy Orton would join Triple H, Flair, and Batista in a beatdown of Scott Steiner to unofficially round out the group. Two weeks later, it would become official. As Tommy Dreamer was in the ring for a match on the February 3rd episode of Raw, Triple H, Flair, Batista, and Orton decided to commandeer the segment before Dreamer's opponent could be announced. After a drubbing of Dreamer, Triple H grabbed the microphone and declared, quote, Today marks the beginning of a new era. You see, in this industry, just like in life, everything evolves. And what you see in this ring before you is the greatest example of evolution you will ever see. Ric Flair, 16 times heavyweight champion of the world. The Nature Boy, the greatest professional wrestler of all time. A living legend. Ric has done it all and beaten them all. And done it with a class and style like no one else. Take it from me. There is no one better than Ric Flair. And all of the things Ric Flair represents, I am today. I have taken all of those attributes and put them in the ultimate package, into a body that every man out there wishes he had, and every single woman out there wants to be with. You top that off with a mind made for this business, and you get the greatest ring general of all time. You get the best there is. You get the game. You get the World Heavyweight Champion. Trust me, there is only one diamond in this business, and baby, you're looking at him. But evolution always continues, and you have to look at the future. And I look to you, Dave Batista, 6 foot 5, 325 pounds of genetic stopping power, unbridled destruction. In a war, when all seems lost, you take out your biggest gun and you blow them all away. And Randy Orton, the business is in his blood, a third generation superstar. The man has every gift a man can be given, raw genetic talent. Randy Orton is the coal that will be squeezed into the next diamond. You see in life, everything happens for a reason. It's just the natural process of evolution. And if you don't have what it takes, evolution will leave you behind. So if you wake up one day and you're lying in a hospital bed and you're wondering to yourself, what in the hell happened? Then there's just one answer for you. Evolution has just passed you by. End quote.
and the group wasted no time proving Triple H's point. With a number one contender match scheduled for later that night, Orton and Batista set out to look for the scheduled participants Chris Jericho and Scott Steiner to make sure neither was in top shape to face Triple H down the line. They crossed paths instead with a downtrodden Goldust, and when he didn't have the answers they were looking for, they beat him about the backstage area and ran him into a wall of fuse boxes that led to Goldust being electrocuted. There were some starts and stops in the early going, as Batista would miss nearly eight months with an injury, but by late 2003, Evolution was heading into the final pay-per-view of the year as a well-oiled machine, set for destruction of anyone who dared stand in their way. The second match of the night at Armageddon saw Randy Orton challenge Rob Van Dam for his Intercontinental Championship, with Mick Foley as the special guest referee. Foley did a yeoman's job trying to keep Ric Flair from interfering, but all he could do after RVD took an RKO out of nowhere was count the 1-2-3 and hand Randy Orton the Intercontinental Championship for the very first time. A little while later, Batista took on Shawn Michaels. He dominated a good portion of the match, and after a series of spine busters, was looking to close things out with a Batista bomb. But HBK escaped and landed a super kick to drop the big man. Sean fell back across Batista's body and into a pin. It sure looked like Batista's far shoulder was up, and there's no doubt that with his ass sitting on Batista's chest and his upper body spilling off of his opponent, HBK's shoulders were absolutely on the mat. But the ref made the three count and declared Michaels the winner. This sent Batista into a tizzy, but Flair would calm him down backstage and explain that he had a plan to salvage the night for Big Dave. Nature Boy didn't wait very long to spring his plan. About as long as it took for him to change out of his custom-tailored slacks and alligator shoes and into his trunks and boots. You see, next up was a six-team tag team turmoil match for the World Tag Team Championships. The Dudley Boys outlasted La Resistance, Rosie and the Hurricane, Jindrak and Cade, Val Venus and Lance Storm, and put away Test and Scott Steiner to retain their titles, or so they thought. Eric Bischoff made his way to the ring and announced team number seven, Batista and Ric Flair. With the Dudleys totally exhausted and not even on their feet, Flair worked on Bubba's legs to keep him on the canvas, while Batista tossed Devon around a few times and delivered the Batista bomb to make short work of ending the Dudley's eighth tag team title reign. Three members of Evolution now had gold, but in keeping with the prime directive of the legendary horseman stable they were modeled after, the biggest prize lay ahead, the World Heavyweight Championship. The main event was a triple threat for that very title. Champion Goldberg was defending against Kane and the man he had taken the title from at the Unforgiven pay-per-view, Triple H. The highly physical 20-minute war approached its end with Goldberg ready to spear Triple H. Flair and Orton appeared on the apron and had to be dispatched by Goldberg. A quick spear might have been enough to finish Triple H, but Kane broke up the pin. As Kane and Goldberg struggled through the test of strength, with each man gripping the other's throat, Triple H delivered a low blow to the champ that allowed the big red monster to finish a devastating chokeslam. Batista then dragged Kane out of the ring, enabling Triple H to simply hook Goldberg's leg and become World Heavyweight Champion for the third time in the just over 15 months that the title had been around. The plan had come to fruition. Reminiscent of the horsemen of days gone by, Evolution held all the gold. On Monday Night Raw, anyway. 
The following night on Raw in Tampa, Triple H explained Evolution's golden rule. They held all the gold, so they made all the rules. And it was made possible by their clean sweep at Armageddon on this day in wrestling history, December 14th, 2003. Well, that's our show for today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about Evolution or Armageddon 2003, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, click join and we'll let you in to talk about Evolution or any historical wrestling topic. And if we don't see you there, we'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.